Unbelievable. How was Walpole? Did you work your way right up to the honeymoon suite? Wow, I'm patrolling Macklin. Yeah, how heavy you guys are breathing from walking 50 steps? What the hell are you doing here? This isn't a bar for Boy Scouts. Well, well, I said something insensitive to this young man who recently lost his partner, and uh, I think you guys just saved me an ass kicking, so thank you. You didn't do nothing. He apologized. Yeah? Do you apologize for beating down your own captain? I never got the chance. Jesus Christ. A set of balls on you. I don't know if you noticed it, but it's Sergeant Macklin now. Oh. For you to be a sergeant, I'd say all your superiors must be dead, no? That's just impossible, right? So what was it, a clerical error, or they just get a tax break hiring a mentally stunted dickhead like yourself? Jesus, you are a prick. Thank you. Oh! Oh! <laughs> ah! Mother... Welcome to the Nomcast, the Netflix original movie podcast. I am your host, Andrew Morgan. You can follow the show at Nomcast Pod on Twitter and Instagram, or you can follow me at Jokes on Drew. All right, first and foremost, I hope everyone out there is safe and sound. With all that is going on, it's a lot to deal with. Keeping a safe distance, washing your hands for 20 minutes or whatever, it's a scary and stressful time, and I hope that we can get to a semblance of normalcy very soon. Uh, Here at the Nomcast, we are forging ahead, watching newly released Netflix originals, and bringing you our scorching hot takes with very special guests for as long as we are able. Uh, Later in the week, I'll be releasing a bonus episode with a review of the new true crime thriller Lost Girls with our friends at Mike, Mike, and Oscar. So be sure to watch that film and report back in a couple of days for that. But this episode is the new Mark Wahlberg action crime film, Spencer Confidential, which is the latest film from actor-turned-director Peter Berg, who previously worked with Wahlberg on such notable films as Deepwater Horizon, Lone Survivor, and Patriot's Day. Working alongside Wahlberg on this one are a variety of well-known character actors, comedians, and even pop stars, if you could believe it. The roster includes Winston Duke from Black Panther and Us, veteran actor Alan Arkin from Edward Scissorhands, Little Miss Sunshine, Netflix's Kaminsky Method, and, fun fact, he even co-wrote the famous Harry Belafonte song, Banana Boat, a.k.a. Dale, that everyone remembers from the famous dance scene in Beetlejuice. We also have comedians Eliza Schlesinger and Mark Marin here, and introducing Austin Post, a.k.a. singer-songwriter and rapper Post Malone, making his feature film debut as well. Helping me go over the facts of the case is the award-winning comedy magician Adam Parisi. Adam is not only extremely talented and a past guest for our episode on Bright, but he is also the only person I know who watched Spencer for Hire when it was on TV back in the late 80s and early 90s. So, basically, he is the hero we need in these troubling times. Be sure to check out one of Adam's magical performances as soon as we get out of quarantine, of course. Go to magicofadam.com or search for Magician Adam Parisi on all your favorite socials. As always, thanks for listening, 
please rate and subscribe to the Nomcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, here it is. Without further ado, Spencer Confidential with the man, Adam Parisi. Give it a listen. I feel yeah. greatly under uh, inadequate coming on this podcast now <laughs> no. because uh, especially now for this movie. <laughs> no, no, no. If anything, you're the expert. Yeah, the expert in the room. Coming on, I was po- so excited to see you say like, "Oh, it's based on Spencer for Hire." We used to watch Spencer for Hire all through. I was like, "What is yes. going on here?" I uh, but like listening to like you know I was listening to the Nomcast, listening to all these podcasts. You're like you have like oh we're gonna have like an uh, one of the actors on. Right, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. have like directors. We're yeah. gonna have people that professionally review movies. Yeah. <laughs> and they're talking about like oh it won this you know this indie film. It was nominated right, seven yeah. times. I'm like I don't know shit yeah. about this movie. <laughs> I just I happened to stumble on this like right. Netflix came up and it was like coming out in two weeks. Do you want to add it to your queue now? And it was yeah. like Spencer Confidential. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and it did not even click in my head that it was the same Spencer. that it was Spencer for hire. Right. And I was like Well, we'll get into that that it kind of It's kind isn't. it's not. It's not. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I In I, fact, I was going to ask you cuz when I when you said that you uh, had watched the movie and then you were going to do your research and all this other stuff and I know obviously you're a fan of the show. Yes. Who do you think is more mad? Because one of the things you brought up is the novels. And you're like, yeah, now you can go read some novels once you're done with the movie. I was like, ah, it's a little extreme, especially for this movie. Uh-huh. Um, but who do you think is more mad? The Because this movie is based specifically on one. On one of the books. Right. Yeah. Wonderland. Yeah, Wonderland. Uh, yep. So that one is specific. So are there people like even when the show came out, that was what, late 80s? Yes. So which, by the way, I was like. Yo, that is the hawk I want because that is bananas. It's uh, what's his name? Who was the Avery captain? Brooks? Yes, Avery uh, Brooks, who was uh, who was hawk from well, Deep Space Nine. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Yep. So I was like, oh man, this guy is slick. This guy is a badass. He's basically like the '89 version of uh, you know Shaft. Yeah, he's he is a Shaft. Guy, he yeah. is a Shaft character, yeah. and so I'll like, per- like. So who's more mad, the novel guys or the TV show hero? <laughs> I think Avery Brooks needs to be the most pissed off because he doesn't even like get a cameo. Right. And I, I, I put on Facebook, I was like, Oh, you know, sitting down to watch Spencer confidential. I was like, Avery Brooks has a, has a cameo in this. Right. And I was just waiting for it. Yeah. And, and I was more surprised that I saw a friend of mine in the yeah. movie and not Avery Brooks. Yeah, that's wild. So, <laughs> I'm like, like a friend of yours who's in Massachusetts. He, no, he's yeah. a so he is he's he's in Massachusetts, but he also SAG actor and he's right, a yeah. he's a stuntman and stuff. So in that scene, there's like the big. Is he just eating. He's oh, just but then he joins in. The he jo- yeah, he gets like knocked around and like and like that's jumps in the Spanish. Joke, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yep, exactly. Yeah, he just jumps. He jumps out of the way and like gets brushed out of something. Yeah, and I guess uh, he was. So he messaged me and we were talking and he said that um, the scene's longer and like yeah. d- there's another, you know, stuff that gets cut out and things sure, like that. Yeah. But yeah, but uh, Anthony. machete or no machete? No machete. No okay. machete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so I was like, yeah, I didn't even know this movie was getting made. Yeah. I saw like Netflix pops up. It was like, hey, you add this to your queue. And I was like, so then I was like, what is, I don't know if I want a Spencer right, remake yeah. with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And then I was like. At this point, Mark Wahlberg is just Boston, right? Like, he's not going to do yeah, anything well, else. Especially because this is the fifth movie that Mark Wahlberg and the director, Peter Berg, have done together. And almost all of them are, like, either these very 
political movies or war in some yeah, so they fashion. Did the Deepwater Horizon. Right. Deepwater Horizon. Uh, Mile 22 was the most recent one before this. What was the Patriot uh, Day Patriots Day one? Day. Yeah. So you, that's the, obviously the Boston bombing stuff. Uh, and then they had Lone Survivor as well. Yeah. So, you know, they continued to work together. This is the a different incarnation, obviously. But, you know, it's either Boston movie or war movie uh, for anything that they do together. And this is kind of like that weird crossover. Peter Berg is also a very weird guy in terms of his selection. Like, his, you wouldn't expect from the movies I just listed that his first movie would be Very Bad Things. Yeah. So I... Like, so he used to do a lot more comedy or like dark comedy stuff and then kind of molded. He even did Hancock, which is kind of like in the middle of all this. Actually, if you want to talk about a movie that's probably the closest comp to this, it would probably be in the Hancock circle versus like some of the other stuff that he's done. Yeah, but Han- Hancock was kind of really good. <laughs> was secretly good. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's okay. Take it or leave it. I, uh, yeah. So, oh man, this is this is like maybe Hancock is our secretly uh, my through line on every episode I do of Nomcast. That's possible. Because yeah, because we brought we up Hancock with, yeah. on Bright because yes. we were talking about Will Smith uh, and well, Will Smith comic book movies. Wasn't Hancock also uh, uh, a comic book? Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, but was that one also a um, what's his name Max? Yeah, uh, I think it was written. Was I think he wrote it. Wrote or, it, yeah. Or either uh, either him or uh, the guy who directed that one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I think we keep bringing up Han- Hancock yeah, on somehow the episode. That <laughs> that's my through line. Yeah, that's my through line. Uh, yeah, I think um, I was going back looking through the IMDb page for the for the director for Berg, and and I was like, oh, he's he's made some really good movies. Then like, yeah. At some point, he just like flipped the switch and was just like, oh, I'm just gonna do like Boston based or like Mark Wahlberg. Joints. Somehow he cr- he crossed over, yeah, with Wahlberg, and that was it. Like, I mean, Friday Night Lights is a good movie. Yeah, Friday. Yeah. Uh, he's got a quite a quite a bit that I liked uh, early on. Even very bad things. I don't have really unkind things to say. Uh, it's kind of you know weird. Uh, actually, if if this movie was closer to actually my favorite movie that he did, which is the Rundown with The Rock, yeah. If this movie was closer to the energy and fun of that movie versus whatever this movie is supposed to be, and we'll get there in a second, <laughs> um, then you know obviously maybe I'd be a little bit more happy with what's going on. But yeah, he has a handful of films that I enjoy, but uh, the Wahlberg ones I never really latched on like. If anything, uh, Deepwater Horizon, I hear, is pretty awesome, like on the water action scenes. But outside of that, I would think I would think visually, I didn't see it. I had no desire whatsoever yeah. to see a like, you know, see that movie, to see Patriot Day, to yeah. see. It's just not, you know, we both have we both have two kids, and our time is very limited. Yes, so exactly. It's like yeah. uh, it's I'm gonna spend it. I'm gonna spend two hours watching a movie. It's gonna be something. I really want to see. Yeah, and I don't know your feelings about Mark Wahlberg in general, too, because I know you said right now that you're like, ah, I'm a little hesitant to see something that I enjoyed represented in a remake with Mark Wahlberg. Uh, and I don't know if that's because you're mixed on Wahlberg or it's, don't like Wahlberg yeah, or how it's, does that feel? Uh, no, I mean, it's hit or miss uh, with him. I, I you know, It's so, a wild hit or miss. Him and Peter Berg deserve each other. They do. Frankly. They 100 uh 100 percent. yeah they i was watching uh i was like thinking about like mark Wahlberg, and i'm like i because uh, so something that just got added to netflix not a netflix movie yeah but uh the other guys came yeah. on and i'm like i really like really that movie. movie again I, wish it was 
the spirit of that. Yeah, in this a little that's bit what more. I thought. I was like, I want that Mark Wahlberg. The you know, you you learn to dance. Yeah, like yeah, you know, to make fun of somebody. Yeah, like, yeah. I lo- I love like well, that not character. Everybody like, gets to hang with Will Ferrell, but yeah, <laughs> but, but like that. I'm being serious and but joking and cracking jokes yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, that's the no. It's a good spot for him. He yeah, fill that lane definitely. I mean, like you know, Ted's a little more goofy, but obviously he I, feels a little bit more of that. He's kind of the calm in the storms. Yeah, in that one, so he kind of fits that bill because it's weird that he's this, you know, like super jacked, regimented guy in real life, and kind of has that vibe and what he chooses as well but then will also choose to be like this straight man in a whack out yeah uh, movie as well even something like instant family that came out like uh, a year or two ago you know that's something where again he could just be kind of like this simple family guy and let people like tom segura be fucking nuts instead of uh you know him so it's a different type of story and and this one so you and I are relatively close in age. There was, yep. I'm sure you can remember it right in the in the in the peak of when I was going to the movies, like the late '90s into the early 2000s. There was a rash of these movies where they rebooted TV shows through the movies, like your Starsky and Hutch, yep. your Charlie's Angels. Yep. Uh, they did. Shit, they did Chaff before that. They did, yeah. Uh, they had so many of these stories, and obviously they still kind of do them. We just had a Charlie's Angels. There was Baywatch before that. Yep. So like these things crop up still. Um, they even did the Dukes of Hazard one back then, and there's a million examples. Yeah, I mean, just right after that, like was A Team. They yep. redid. A-team yep. There. So there's a bunch of these. Yeah. And you know now it feels like this should have been in that at least that Starsky and Hutch. Uh, Dukes of Hazard Lane, where it's like, yeah, we're going to take the spirit of the show, but we're going to do it in just a different enough spin to modernize it, yeah, and kind of do it. I don't, I don't follow what they were doing here exactly because I did, I did my research. <laughs> I did actually go and watch clips Ep- and, and parts of the old Spencer for Hire show. I, I, I felt at least get a sense of like, are these characters even remotely the same? No, no, not at all. I fell down a I fell down a rabbit hole of like watching Spencer for Hire uh, yeah. after like I, I started Are you wa- doing YouTube like I was or no. Uh, IMDb.com has like oh, IMDb, IMDb TV. TV. Yeah, TV has all the episodes. Yeah. So I was watching. Uh, I wish I knew that I could have done that on my Fire Stick. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, that's what I was watching on my Fire Stick. Same. I was so I I. I mean, I don't I, have that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not Amazoned up. Yeah. I went back. I went back. and was watching. I, I watched because the pilot, uh, not uh, actually not the pilot, the 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 ap- actual first episode. Yeah. Um, into the fire, I believe it's uh, one of the best. It's really great. And, yeah. Uh, and so I was going back, like looking at like some of the nods that this movie had towards the book and towards the the tv show yeah and and i'm just like watching it. i'm like yeah i'm like man uh, so besides the fact that uh yurik has no boston accent whatsoever and plays it like <laughs> uh-huh. you know plays it like he's just like a uh you know some 
regular guy you yeah. know you can't even tell like he's like born and bred in boston and he's sure, like a salty yeah. besides that like i'm like he's a great actor and a great part and avery brooks is fantastic yeah. and and just the set pieces and the stories are fan is really great and it's you impressive realize for 89 it, it is in they were hour-long shows like yeah. 40 44 minutes with commercials and stuff like that right. when you know you realize like that would have been a 22 minute show now oh, you know God, yeah. no way you do it you can't do an hour so yeah. like the fact that they were like given like there was like really long these stories were very long and very and then yeah. every ep and every season kind of built off of it into the point and we, we can talk about this later like the end sort of like towards the end of the move this movie they have yeah. like a nod to the final episode of spencer for hire which is like the fire thing no no when uh when she talks about them almost getting pregnant oh uh, I see. that's the like one of the last two episodes of spencer for hire oh interesting is him and Susie get uh she's pregnant and yeah. she's like and this is like remember what i remember like from spencer for hire like watching right. this with my mom she has an abortion in oh, the wow. show like she talks about like she wants to have an abortion and yeah. stuff and and she doesn't she can't you know and man that's right off the heels of dirty dancing yeah too, so yeah it was yeah. like it was like crazy that they were like talking about this and like you know tv and stuff like yeah, that but the, tv is a little different than going out to the movies and getting caught you know off guard with something like what dirty dancing did. yeah yeah so they, that's 89 yeah so you know, i think she, i think she ends up like not having an abortion but, but she could like she miscarriages and doesn't have the kid yeah and but they were like having a a discussion about like if they should or shouldn't and yeah. spencer basically has that conversation with her where he says like i love you and like no matter what i'm going to be there for the kid so right. that's kind of like the nod in this movie towards that scene and i saw yeah I'll, I'll say like i never read any of the, the books either like when i was growing up i just thought it was a tv show right. i didn't realize that they were just like pulling this from sure novels right kid yeah you know, so pulling this from novels and things like that, but uh, like I, this was appointment television for me and my mom. Like, like yeah. she she was in love with Avery Brooks, and who wouldn't be? Sure, he's gorgeous, especially but, the attire that he has. I, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I just loved I I loved the uh I loved the guns. I loved that he had the three fifty seven Magnum. Yeah, I loved Spencer like in his cars. Like he had like yeah. a different car every season. Right. Like something would happen to it. I just yeah. loved like he was a boxer. He has almost a feeling of, and I don't know if this is insulting to you, but it had almost like that burn notice feel to it or like those type yeah. of episodic sure yeah you know, yeah yeah an team but like kind of you know obviously a i was vibe yeah i mean but, I, I was all about you know my favorite shows like growing up were like, like eight, vigilante where, yeah justice shows. i mean yeah, yeah you're talking i'm wearing a punisher shirt right now <laughs> i know yeah. i mean that's my favorite character but yeah, yeah i love those like you know uh um you know, not heroes, anti-heroes, yeah. or, you know, I, I so that I love the fact that... That was 80s bread and butter. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, Charles Bronson and, yeah. you know, all that stuff. And but even, like, Clint the Eastwood. versions of, like, MacGyver or something like that. MacGyver's, MacGyver's my favorite TV show of all time, probably. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, so watching, like... Uh, you you know, probably these, had a mullet for a while, didn't you? I didn't, no. No? no I had a bowl cut. No I, tail? I, no tail. Oh, uh, okay. I, I, I had a bowl cut, and then... Yeah. I, and then I had a ponytail, just a straight long ponytail down to the middle of my back, and you still survived. Good yeah, for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no mullet, no mullet. Um, but I think, uh, yeah, this was like you know, I as a kid, you know, watching TV, like it was A Team, Knight Rider, you know, uh, yeah. Airwolf, you know, any of those like 
you know, procedural, like, yeah. you know, guns and violence. And, you know, I was a kid of the 80s. You know, I loved yeah. Rocky and the Cold War. And, you know, if you asked eight-year-old Adam what he was going to do for a living, he's like, I'm going to go kill Russians. Yeah. That's my job. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going to go do. And then it's like, oh, they shoot back. And, and Stranger and- Things 3 came out. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I so this like I said I used to watch this all the time with my mom and I was just I didn't realize, you know, like kind of the stuff that was going on. Yeah. I'm, I'm like maybe 10, yeah. 11 years old. Uh you, you know, but then like going back like I said I fell down this rabbit hole like watching Spencer for Hire, yeah. <laughs> the TV show, and I'm like, oh, it's goofy. So- Hawk has so many great lines in there that <laughs> There's a whole there's YouTube a, yeah, there's a whole YouTube, YouTube clip of just, just his clips. clips. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah. how he says Spencer is not even Spencer. Close. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's again and, and i know it's wildly 80s uh that show but it had character it had forethought of like this development yeah and everything else and having a book and a tv series to work off of they could have done so much here and yet it's very very basic and uh you you mentioned this earlier i don't, I don't know if we caught it on the mics but they don't give Winston Duke anything he, to do. And he's this giant who can literally at one point shoves a person through a wall. And it's one of the coolest things in the whole movie. And we have to wait till hour 35, <laughs> hour 45 to get it. He's so, yeah, he's just so wasted. Like, why have this name? Like, yeah. he could have been anybody. You could have yeah. got any you know mma fighter or yeah. any guy and just put him in that By role and if this was the like if they did a movie of this almost right after spencer for hire a little bit after who do you think is playing hawk to me that is tiny little written all 100 yeah 100 yeah, yeah. especially That's, if it's like mid 90s out like because i think oh spencer yeah no like holds barred to 93 zeus somewhere around there yeah yeah because this is that pretty cool about, like imagine a guy who's doing boxing mma yeah and can throw a guy through a wall like it's a very short list yeah i think if you go like a little bit after i would have loved to see like mark henry the wwe okay. wrestler yeah, yeah. and world champion power lifter i'm surprised like, again that they went winston duke here instead of wwe because yeah. this movie has multiple tie-ins like the post malone thing yeah uh, why is post malone in here because he's post malone so That's why. i i will say yeah <laughs> unless I, I don't know that post malone is from boston or something uh, and that this is a nod is is course. he i don't I know, know that. i just i we're old dude i don't, <laughs> I don't I so if Post Malone didn't do that song from Spider Verse. I probably wouldn't even know who. Post that's the uh, yeah. I, I only know him as a like an internet meme and thing. And yeah, my kids. Tattoos. Yeah, my kid. My daughter listens to like one like two Post Malone songs. Right. And, yeah. But uh, yeah. I so I saw him in it, but I thought he was like going to be this bigger character because they featured him all the time. Which yeah. I guess you you. Which he wasn't bad. Which you I guess you have to. Yeah. I will say this. He's not he's not great in it, yeah. but he just looks like he's having a blast oh, being there. Yeah. He's so excited to yeah. be in a movie. Yeah. And from what I hear, he's actually a really nice guy. Like he's yeah. very, very nice. I see that. Uh so Which most people with face tattoos are not. So, <laughs> uh, you know, good for him. That he's, uh, actually, I just spent choices. I just spent a weekend with a guy with a face tattoo and, and head tattoos and he's very nice too. That's awesome. Mark Calabrese, shout yeah. out. Uh so yeah, but um yeah, why 
who is Winston Duke in this movie if you're not going to use him as you know Winston Duke and yeah. uh, as in Baku and he could have been he even dons that accent so this is yeah. the one thing because Winston Duke's so new to me yeah he's he's, he's new to me too yeah I, right. I only know him from the Marvel movies right exactly so like you see the Mbaku accent kind of sort of come through here a little bit um and so now i don't know i've never heard him in an interview but i i loved him in us yeah because especially the dual versions that he had to do in yeah. us and i thought it impressed me that was the point where i was like this guy is a really good actor i liked him a lot in black panther he's a presence yep he's a really good character so i think that accent he's a trinidadian tobagan i believe okay. so i think that that is natural so is his natural accent yeah okay so i think that's his natural accent and um and uh he and, really impressed me then with us because i thought i didn't know which way it was yeah if he him. was faking the accent or not exactly. I, I honestly i something i honestly don't i honestly don't know I'd, um if he's if he's got a natural accent or not but yeah i think so I mean, he's from trinidad and he so that accent is seems legit right but uh yeah but i'm like you don't give him anything and i thought you know they were set, no. i thought they were setting up his character so my common theme i'll, I'll get this out of the way right now so sure. you know 30 minutes into this podcast all right yeah, I'll, I'll tell you like so my no, common we have snacks dude we can make this thing 30 minutes <laughs> <laughs> my common my my common theme for this movie was if that had been like like three degrees different yeah or like just a little bit better this could have been a good movie and i think it had some of the ideas and some of the 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 attitude and the writing could have been good yeah. but it was like even in the camera even even in cinematography yeah. even in the script it's like instead of saying like instead of like having a fun like one line quip right. they have like two lines and it goes on too long sure. or they have the scene that goes on so like the ending of the movie the very end is like my i i think cap encapsulates this perfectly right yeah he's looking at the the tv and yeah. he sees this firefighter that he knows yeah and he's gonna get sucked into another thing and everybody's saying no that's so way too it long. takes way too long way too long alan arkin says should say put on the bruins and yeah. it cuts yeah and it's funny and we all know what's happening we all yep. get it yeah but it's like four times. Yeah, it's no. like, why are we because, doing yeah, this? Eliza has a line. Yeah. Alan Arkin has a line, and uh, it goes over and over. So It would have been funny if it was like Alan Arkin screams, like, the Bruins are on, yeah. and and uh, Eliza like, grabs his eyes or something like that, and it right. freeze frames, like the 80s yeah, yeah, like yeah. freeze oh, frame, yeah. and then it, like credits starts rolling, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it would have been perfect. Yeah. But I'm like, that's what you needed to go into, and they don't. But that's also how this movie doesn't have the charm of like trying to nod to what it is taking the source material from so i i agree with everything you're saying yeah so you're in a safe zone <laughs> we, can, we can let this ride i think this movie had no idea which direction it wanted to be in because there's parts where the way this movie leads off is with a battered wife a beaten cop and a good guy maybe going to jail yeah um that is a wild way to start and then we go into jail more ass kickings but it's a little more lighthearted because there's some banter so it's like okay here we go and then as time progresses uh you know a cop gets basically beheaded uh a uh you know a guy is dead in his car with his wife finally getting very dramatic um you got which drug is a running very confusing scene stuff. yeah you got all these things and then 
you also have like, hey, isn't this cheeky that he's hiding from his girlfriend? Yeah. He's in jail. Or, hey, isn't it cheeky that like he has a dog that he said was his girlfriend when he was in prison? And, that l- and loves the other guy now because right, yeah, he's been gone for like five years. Yeah. couple thing going on yeah. with Hawk and whatever else. It's like, okay. Where the hell are you going? <laughs> and and even certain characters change from scene to scene. Like uh, one of the guys that I do not like, um, I haven't. I will be fair to him in saying that I haven't seen him in the movies that he's probably either a more known for or b could was in a better movie. But Bokeem Woodbine, yes, is awful. I hated him in In the Shadow of the Moon that we reviewed on this podcast, and it floored me that he's been an actor since the like late 80s Spike Lee movies uh, all the way to now, and yet... Um, he he's he plays Driscoll in this one. He's the you know uh, the former partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, heavy, I guess you can call him. Um, but he goes from scene to scene. He's a different person. I understand that's kind of sort of leading into what his character ends up doing. But at the same time, uh, no, <laughs> I just give a hard pass to his acting and a lot of the lines that he has that fight not to skip too far ahead the fight at the end the fist fight between Mark Wahlberg and I, I don't uh, I don't even get that scene that scene has literally with wild kids filled with punches has no punch and the lines in it are so corny and it screams okay so I think I wrote at the end of my notes there's like a little <laughs> recap thing so this is my interpretation of the movie. Stop me if you think any of these are out of bounds. We never know enough about Spencer to know why he is doing all the good things besides just the fact that he's a good guy. Yeah, yeah, true. Okay. Um, we don't know why he lives with Henry or why he is his mentor who really teaches him nothing. Yes, true. It, it, I, I, the perfect way I had it in my brain is that they start this movie – like we already knew all of them before. Like this started like a yeah, like sequel. A, a cold open. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it started like a sequel yeah. versus like it was twenty five minutes into the movie. I made a note <laughs> until I realized, oh, Henry owns a gym that presumably Mark Wahlberg was at for an extended period of time, which is not. I was actually outwardly explained. It's not at all. I was um, waiting for the. I was waiting for the scene where we we get how Spencer met henry or like grew up like he yeah. i was waiting for the moment where he tells hawk like hey this gym means a lot to me yes you need to respect it because like i was a golden gloves boxer yeah. and and because of henry and because of, he's yeah. you know there's no, no nothing nothing Eliza <laughs> Schlesinger calls him his mentor yeah i'm like i don't feel that i feel like you're more uh, a friend and a landlord yeah than you're anything or he works for you um so there's that um and then we don't know his boxing prowess, like you just say, like where because they never discuss it. And, but apparently he can train Hawk because he has skills that we're unaware of. Even though weirdly he gets his ass kicked more often than not his, in this movie. His uh, yeah, his his fighting style appears to be uh, I'm gonna let you punch me for a while. Yes, I'm gonna get in two good shots and then I'm gonna get thrown out. Which yep. which Winston Duke makes a very funny joke about yeah, yeah. later on. Yeah, he's like, well, there was five of them. But yeah. like, we're so used to like the good guy almost kind of being like 
superhuman or extra in his approach to but where, even even you know. in the beginning even in that scene in the in the uh prison yeah he doesn't like i would expect that scene he handles those guys like especially that guy's like kicked their ass yeah her, and then he doesn't does even yeah <laughs> like, he pushes the desk out. Good move. Uh, and then he gets then punches the one his punches one guy and then and stabbed and then stabbed. Yeah. yeah. So so like you said, if this was the, the most casual stabbing ever. Oh, he doesn't even notice. He's no. shanked. He's like yeah. he has to be pointed out by Post Malone. Yeah. <laughs> like, but by the way, if, if somebody shanks me, I would like them to very much to be like, hey, we yeah. I stabbed you. Oh, yeah. thank you so oh, much. Thank you. Yeah. Uh. So yeah, I, I but. If this, like you were saying, like if this was a '90s movie or a late yeah. '80s movie, that first scene he would have crushed those guys. We would have been like, "Oh, he's an awesome yeah. boxer," yeah. right? And then later on, when he when he has that fight with Driscoll, like you see Driscoll training and he's telling him like, "Oh, you're carrying your left a little bit low." Yeah, we would have got this setup of, "Oh, Driscoll's a boxer. He's a boxer." Yeah, you know that's why they, they were tried to make such a point with him having his hand up out of the window and it like had the. The scars, yeah, and whatever. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah. So he fights a lot. Like it doesn't, it doesn't work. Twenty five minutes in, we get to the fucking I, gym. Yeah. Uh, one more thing that I think would absolutely would have saved this movie. Uh, we have no motivation for Driscoll Breaking Bad after Spencer saying he was a good cop. There's literally nothing that isn't that. Like there should have been uh, scenes to back when they were on the beat. There should have been scenes yep. that showed where maybe he wasn't as good as Wahlberg remembers, but he just kind of covered it. Or there should be some part that says, well, you know, like like literally Breaking Bad, where it's like, okay, well, this thing happened to him, and then he went down a dark path, and now he can't stop. There's nothing! He literally, at the end in that fight, goes... I'm going to run these streets forever and does a little dance. <laughs> um, how has that guy ever been a good person? And is he the worst is Spencer the worst judge of character in the history of mankind then? There's uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, I that whole so the Driscoll character, I again, I don't understand. I don't he, so uh Woodbine gets some moments where like the the moment where he comes to him when he says like I, I have the evidence like turn you do it for the kid yeah. right the, the, Woodbine has this like uh, an actual acting moment right and you, yes. you and you get this moment of like he he is a conflicted person he yeah. he has this moment of maybe I should do this maybe I sh- what's going on and then and then has to turn on the like the evil doer bad guy yeah, thing yeah. you know up to 11 again you know so there's these scenes but you're like the same is like i don't know who, what's your motivation when did you turn bad how long have you been bad the force? you were Was you were a beat you were you were a beat cop with spencer before yeah and then in five years you're all of a sudden running a drug trade like yeah. what happened and it's then impressive and then and e- yet you are wildly unimpressive and then even the guy that starts the whole thing the the captain who yeah. gets murdered yeah boylan. right boylan that character we're supposed to like oh he's a bad person he's horrible yeah and then the scene where he gets killed he's talking to his daughter and she's like screaming for him like what daddy what's going on daddy yeah. what's i'm like i don't want this guy to die every 
you right. know, you're like, this is she's shitty. She's like helping her with her homework. Yeah, and like, she's oh. writing a book for college or something like yeah, that. He's something, helping yeah. her. It's like, why Why is that scene? Like, make him despicable. And well, or, they tried to say that he's despic- despicable from the get because of the wife beater thing. And obviously, he right. might be dirty. That's, but even still, it's like so it's a hard turn. Up to that point, you're like, I don't, I hate this guy. I don't care about this guy. Yeah, so when his, his like, death is. Let's make him sympathetic for a minute. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't understand it. No. So uh, I was just scrolling through my my. I really, really, really wanted to would uh, I, movie that I wanted to mention was 1998's The Big Hit, yes, which, which is a Mark, way Mark better Wahlberg. movie yeah, yeah, yeah. with Woodbine Bogeem and Mark Wahlberg yeah. and Lou Diamond Phillips, almost yes. playing the Driscoll uh, character yeah, in that movie. Yeah, sure. To this, go yeah. watch The Big Hit. It's actually really good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I but so I, oh and the one last thing I had in here was the movie is only remotely watchable when the action is good or when Eliza is being a smoke show. I uh, which by the way shout out to the makers of the sink in that bathroom where they have sex. Holy sugar! I was like that should have come off the wall. So I'll have uh, I'll give you my um, my dad moment of this movie right. So I'm like okay. so I was at a, uh, at a convention all weekend didn't get a chance to watch the movie. So Monday I'm like gonna quick watch it. Yeah. Uh, before we record and i'm like i don't want to watch it monday night because we got blah 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 so i'm like i'm gonna watch it during the day yeah so my kids are in their playroom playing and (laughs) the moment my wife comes home the kids follow her into the living room and everybody kind of comes into the living room is that moment (laughs) is that moment i'm like they could have come in at any other time but i could have paused it but this is like i can't even pause it like i have to hit power like it was (laughs) yeah uh so eliza is uh, I think the if I had to give this movie like a rating and it was like on a scale from one to ten, yeah, it's like a three, and three of those points go to her. <laughs> like, yeah. Although she, at first I was like that accent, I didn't like, but it took me back for a minute, and then it got I grew on me enough. It did. I love the. She's the only one who seems like she's like. She was given a script and she was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna do better than this." And right, she's like, yeah. "She's throwing out it does lines." Seem like she was improving. She was improving. She like, was having fun. Yeah. I like the ending when she's like the way they cut it too it was from multiple takes oh yeah yeah. the ending when she's like uh he's like what do you want to do now and she's like i want you to buy me a fucking lobster yeah and he's like are you gonna eat it she's like no i'm gonna fucking throw it in your face of course i'm gonna eat the fucking lobster i'm like that's hysterical by the way giant block letters lobster boston for one boston southie i swear that oh that's right yeah um I swear it's like I don't know who approached this to where it was whether it was Wahlberg or uh, Berg in this case uh, that may have just been like yo there was this show there was a guy from Boston yeah oh, we love Boston don't we yeah we love Boston and then they just made this movie because it feels like it like you said it has no connection that's to anything a- unless it's deeper into the novels but from what I've read in the research that's not the case either I felt like uh I felt like somebody stumbled on this TV show. Yeah. And they when went on the YouTube somebody ball. was somebody stumbled on this TV show was like, yeah. "Oh my god, there was this show set in Boston." Yeah. Mark, did you know that there's a Boston thing you haven't done <laughs> yeah. yet? And he started like running through, like, yeah, yeah. get out of my way. And like, well, and this, but the, here's the thing: what Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch is like late '80s, so yeah, like, it's during the height of Spencer for Hire. I think this like, like very much missed him because like if you watch Spencer for Hire, it's like. It's like the the complete other end of the spectrum of like 
Charlie Bronson Death Wish, right? Okay, it's yeah. like he's quoting like 19th century poets, like he's <laughs> yeah. named after one, like right. they never say his like this also was a theme in the 80s. Apparently like uh heroes couldn't have first names like MacGyver yes, or Spencer. Exactly, yeah. You never knew their first names. Right. Uh but Spencer was like, you know, like I so I was watching an episode right right before I drove over here, right? And he's like, he's like driving. Uh, it was like this. Uh, there's like a heroin addiction in like the yeah. like suburbs or whatever, right? And uh, he's like driving out to the country, and he's like quoting like this, you know, like this uh, 18th century poet about living, you know, getting out of the city into the country or something like that. And I'm like, this was the show. This yeah. like, he quotes poetry right. and does all this stuff and the beats guys up. Yeah. And, but he's like, he's an expert chef and like, right. he's like talking to somebody about like, they overcooked the sausages at sure, this like yeah. dinner party. Yeah. I'm like, these, these, did he have a dog? Ah. Uh, Oh man, no, I don't think so. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know where they're pulling this shit from. Oh man, I don't even know. I don't think so. Not yeah. maybe in the like later. I don't think so. No. Right. And again, might be something from the books. I don't know. It could. But it's there are so many. It, a lot of these things just don't make sense. There. Mark so, Marin doesn't make sense. Well, that was I was gonna say. Once you brought Eliza up, I was like, okay, you got two comedians in here, and only one is allowed to be funny. Funny. Already a bad start. <laughs> Now, I understand Mark Maron's done, like, a mix of things. I yeah. love him in Glow. You know, he's definitely stretched out his chops. But, I mean, come on. You couldn't this is, have... This is how bad know. it was when I saw his character and they're doing, like, the whole scene at the boat when he's, like, telling, like, I got this evidence, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he's yeah. like, I w For a second, I questioned. I was like, oh... It's not Mark Marin. It's just some guy that looks like Mark Marin. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. And then I looked up the cat. I'm like, oh, no, that was Mark Marin. Why didn't you let him have any funny lines? Yeah. It's wild. I don't know. Um, by the way, so I'm, I, I don't know if this is just a bad part of the year for Netflix or whatever, or whether this is going to be continually a segment of mine. But um, a character I'd like to have a race from my brain. We did this on uh, The Last Thing You Wanted, which was the last episode we just did. Um, but in this movie, now without looking at my notes that are on the screen, okay, look right exactly here. Yep, what this is. Who would you think is the one character, and it's not Bokeem Wood <laughs> Woodbine? Who would I want to just Men in Black wipe it from my head, and I'd be infinitely happier? Tracksuit Charlie? No, but also bad. Okay, all right. So not Tracksuit Charlie. Um. Uh, we talked about we talked we talked about the whole cast like uh, almost. Hold What's on, the one other shitty subplot they put in there. Uh, the mom and her kid, like you hated no. the kid. No, 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 no. You hate kids. Is no. that what it is? <laughs> yeah, I hate kids. You hate yeah. the moment where Winston Duke flips over his bed and yeah. has a. Actually, to me, that's uh, one of the best scenes. Yes, because it's at least heartwarming in some sense. Well, that was I, I love that scene where she's like she asks if she could keep the envelope because it's his handwriting. I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's sure. little things like that. That's yeah. great. Um. What is one of the other subplots? The, the, the FBI agents. The FBI agents. And specifically, the, the guy? guy. Yeah. Is awful. Can, can you explain to me what their port is? I don't know why is? he's on 12, on drugs, whatever his... Uh, he reminds me of an even more annoying version of uh, Jake Busey. Okay. Okay, because like, he almost has the teeth and hair combination to kind of almost go Busey-esque. Yeah, but then he's 
way worse and gets really excited at really dumb things. And in the interrogation room, he goes way above board. I just for no reason. I just don't terrible lines. I don't get that whole plot. I don't get the what are there? Why was he excited that he was that Spencer was the guy? Yeah, who beat him up. I don't know what they're there for. They're why are they even in the investigation? Are they investigating? the cops or are they investigating wonderland it's not really clear they just kind of say no to whenever they're brought evidence and yes. they're there at the end i don't why <laughs> they are useless and he is so annoying that i want to throw things it it makes no sense the the uh, even that scene so they have this scene you're like oh the fbi is involved they're looking into this so spencer's sure, yeah. going to team up with them yes. and this is he'll use their tech right because because he's in. because he has no actual authority right he's yeah. not even a pi yet yes. he's not anything yeah. so now this is like okay this is how he has some type of in right? right and then the scene right after that is him telling winston duke how useless the fbi is and how they don't care about this investigation yeah. and we're just led to believe like they don't give a fuck right yeah and he doesn't give a crap about them so this whole thing is over yeah. i'm like then who are they yeah. why are they there what's happening yeah yeah i don't i don't get any of that i, I don't know yeah but I, he's awful and i want it gone. <laughs> i i want the lobotomy i want it all done you want to forget yeah. that character i just want it completely men in black yeah it's like brain. somebody it's like somebody told that actor you're only going to be in four scenes and so he was just like you got it i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do this yeah and i'm I making think he was i looked at his uh credits before and i believe that the only thing he was in was <gasps> shock another Mark you know, Wahlberg Berg production. Um, so apparently they just love this guy. Uh, I don't know. He could be a friend of one of theirs. Uh, it's owed mm. a favor. I don't give a shit. This guy needs. He's got. To go he's away. got naked pictures of somebody. And yeah, the, he's got. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think. So I go into almost every Netflix original movie that they produce, like really excited that they're doing this, even if it's like like Six Underground or sure. Spencer for Hire or anything. And I'm like, hey, like if you want to watch like a action movie or action yeah. flick or big budget, you know, super cool movie, yeah. like hey, Netflix has this, right? Sure, yeah. They're putting money into things that aren't just you know uh, documentaries or putting. And by the way, not to cut you off, but this was one of the uh, initial weekends where they have the whole top 10 list yeah uh, whatever and it's and number, one. number one yeah all weekend long even on monday when i was rewatching i just things it was still number one so I, I just turned on did exactly what you did i just turned it on and it was there and i was like like i said i just love the fact that netflix has content and that i have this yeah. you know i can go to and do what do i want to watch do i want to watch a scary movie do i watch a horror movie do sure. i watch and netflix has it yeah and and i don't have to worry about it like disappearing or leaving or going to another platform and stuff Correct. so yeah. i'm i'm a super mega netflix fan so even if like six underground i know you've talked you've talked about it before but yeah, yeah. We, we we talked about that i just love the fact that it exists and that they have yeah. a michael bay movie sure and even in that movie i could say at there's least, a lot more stuff i could I like say at least I could say at least the the boat scene with the magnets. Yeah, that is batshit awesome. incredible, incredible, awesome. Bay. Yeah, I just watch it for that. Yeah, I can't say the opening like, and closing. That's yeah, what you really need. I can't say anything like 
the fight scenes in this aren't that great. Yeah. The the action in this movie isn't that great. No. Winston Duke isn't used enough in this movie. No. Uh, I, you know, the the investigation makes no sense. Like, nope. I don't understand. Like, if I hired a group of people to murder somebody in a prison, I, I would be really, really pissed off yeah. if that guy got out and it wasn't murdered. Yeah. And then that's a plot line later on in the movie. Then, like, who was trying to kill him after he got out? I don't get what's going on here. Yeah, I... I don't know and uh weirdly enough i mean the writers for these you couldn't get too different a pair but the the pedigree is interesting to kind of see the cross section of how this movie ended up so i don't know if this was a one guy tried it and the other guy tried to fix it no no the two writers they list are sean o'keefe who is also doing another reboot of sorts with green hornet they're making another one um coming up with that so but before that this is his only real true writing credit so there's that um so the training wheels were on for that one and then uh brian Hel- helgeland um was the writer director of knight's tale 42 la confidential mystic river like so you could see kind of like that's uh, some big movies like yeah well yeah. Especially the Mystic River LA Confidential thing even uh, makes e- me intrigued for the you know the kind of procedural crime stuff that you want in this movie that really wasn't there so I'm like okay so where did that disappear did that get on the uh, cutting room floor uh, and then obviously like the Knight's Tale stuff you know in terms of the comedy that could have been here as well yeah it's a specific cross-section that it's actually kind of intriguing especially a veteran writer I wonder if he came on to try to give this thing any kind of pulse um, but I you know again it could be dead on the page. It could be a uh, bad direction. It could just be that they're because I I couldn't I couldn't think of any good line that wasn't also in the trailer. So there's really a real uh, cursory like maybe only a few lines out there that really kind of like hit, and and they're all in the trailer. Like if you want to watch this movie, watch the trailer and go. Okay. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. I think, uh, yeah, uh, you know, there's some lines that uh, Alan Arkin has, like when he's in yeah. the back of the car and he's like, I got to pee. Yeah. You know, that's, it's funny. Sure. And the Batman scene when he's like, yeah, you're again, Batman, Eliza you're Robin. Has Eliza has the good lines. Yeah. I think they're probably I, I, improv. They're, exactly. Like yeah. she went off book and, you know, yeah. I think what was written, I think Mark Wahlberg played it like exactly what was written, didn't do anything off book. Yeah. And, and and the only other line I like is the Winston Duke when he chooses the gun, that little exchange. That was, yeah. Hawk is a, Hawk, Hawk is, is a guy, guy who carries a shotgun. shotgun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and, and he's like and Spencer's a guy who does your taxes. Yeah. That's that was great. It's a really good line. But so in the t- but it's in the trailer. So the TV show and the novel, uh, the TV show and the novel are just like uh, uh, basically like a procedural cop. Yeah, books. it's a crime. It's a crime show. Yeah. It's yeah. a and anything that's funny in those move in those shows is funny out of happenstance, right? It's yeah. just like when you're watching a drama and somebody says something sure. even remotely funny, it's e- it's ten times funnier because yeah. it's not because a funny it comes movie, out of nowhere. Yeah. right? So it, it, I don't think that you can't have. Uh, they didn't want to do that with this movie. Right. They wanted to have like, you know, this uh, Twenty One Jump Street type right. thing. Yeah. But I would like go full Twenty One Jump way, Street. Probably the crown jewel of upgrade, like upgrading from the TV the show to adapting to a movie. But franchise. that's I, uh, which is why you get a sequel from it. When we were talking, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like Twenty One Jump Street was so blatantly different, yeah. so insane. Do you know the story? I don't. So basically, Jonah Hill pitched 
just a regular like kind of crime comedy thing and they had they were like uh, we're on the fence and he was like well what if we tied it into some previous ip oh 21 jump street we'll just add a few things here love it got it made yeah well so basically it was like we we can't have nice things anymore we have to have we have to have IP. previous ips yeah. or sequels or yes. yeah mm-hmm. yeah but they nailed it so whatever it was hysterical it was funny it was so great good. but that's yeah. what you need to do with this and had the proper cameos and everything there's a there are rules <laughs> this is what we're finding out there are rules and spencer confidential did none of them yeah I, I, I the most iconic person the two most iconic person people in spencer for hire are robert urich who's passed away you you get a pass with that sure and, and then avery, avery brooks, brooks yeah who is the most iconic he gets a yeah. spinoff show you know a man named hawk like yeah. he is the thing that yeah. was driving the last season of that movie. Like everybody was just tuning in for Avery Brooks. Right. You don't even have him like in the movie at all. Yeah, it makes no sense. Uh, I, don't know. I, I I can't. The problem. I love to like recommend stuff for people, and I'm like I uh, like I said I was talking to a friend of talking about Six Underground, and yeah. I'm like I like go watch it. You yeah. will you will at least walk away going like Hey, that was best You'll crazy. Hate, love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't even like. There's nothing great about this movie that stands yeah. out, and it, it hurts to say because I like you know I don't like reviewing things I don't like. Yeah, I know. I, I'm the same too. I mean, but like you said, I love that Netflix cranks out so many different types of things and takes chances and whatever yeah um but yeah it does suck when i'm doing and now i'm doing back to back bad movies so what's the next never good uh well uh what's next is gonna be probably lost girls which i haven't watched it's out uh friday um and then uh yeah and then i'm going wackadoo i'm going off book because uh netflix doesn't have a new one that's kind of in the wheelhouse of the show until I think mid-April. So uh, I got a few kind of like stuff in my pocket, maybe go back to the Netflix year one series that I wanted to do. Yeah. That I started. And uh, and then uh, there's this crazy uh, foreign movie that I'm going to do with uh, Johnny Ganache from, from Pine of Comics. It's called The Platform. Okay. Uh, which basically is like prison socialism. Um, nice. And it's, uh, it's, bananas it's a vertical prison where you if you're on the top that's where the food starts and it slowly goes down and then you get people eat as much as they want and then it goes down and then people are like fighting for scraps on the bottom yeah 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 and people like commit suicide and like fall down these giant vertical prisons the trailer was nuts i can't wait to watch it there's a comic book that was just released called tartarus that's Based off of that same idea, it's like oh, this, yeah. just like, m- like mega pit. Like I've heard of vertical mega pit. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. That's like the whole like looking at the Batman posters. That's like Bane, like right, yeah. living in the pit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't think I could recommend this one. But <laughs> while we were on the subject, because I do love Twenty One Jump Street. What, do you have a specific one that is like your mental go-to? Like if I said a TV adaptation right out of the pocket. Uh, you're just like this is this is the one I think is like the perfect example of what they should do. Yeah, I think yeah, I, Twenty One Jump Street. I think would yeah. be Twenty One Jump Street is perfect because there's it's only so... a handful. I li- I liked didn't love the original first uh, the, like the McG Charlie Angels. Yeah, thought that was pretty good. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yep. Again, good good cast in in their prime ish, and you know you got that going on. Um, and they also got it. You know, like yeah. the cheekiness, but while also carrying out a decent plot. And then um, I think uh, the Brady Bunch movie. 
okay. a good version of just like, wouldn't it be wacky if we just take this way off the reservation and kind of make everybody the caricature version of themselves? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, make a thing that, you know, hits all the right notes, but, you know, yeah, I, got perfect casting. I think the only, uh, for me, the, the, the two is like 21 Jump Street because it's so completely different, yeah. but so funny and yeah. like... It has nothing to do with the first, with the actual TV show. The actual TV show. And I don't like, count SNL movies in this equation, by the way. Right. Okay. It's like sketch to. Yeah. 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 To, okay. Okay. I mean, like, and I think the only other show. one I think that was great is uh, Mission Impossible. Is yeah. how absolutely amazing. Like, yeah. What they've done with it. What they've done with it. Real. Right. And although the, the technically the crown jewel, but I never really watch the show, so I never think about it. Is the Fugitive because the Fugitive is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, and Harrison Ford's a goddamn national treasure. So bow down to that fucking movie because uh, so, it's amazing. So pimp another podcast on a podcast is like uh, uh, is I fanboy podcast. They talk okay, about comic yeah. comic books for they have forever, ever, never. Yeah, but uh, they have a um. Uh, GDAT they call it the GDAT and okay. they have the GDAT shirt and it's goddamn American treasure yeah <laughs> and uh, so they have the list and of Harrison Ford so every so yeah. every year they have like they put people on the GDAT list uh-huh. the first inductee was Tom Hanks Tom Hanks is the, sure, the, the original GDAT he is an American treasure he is a goddamn yeah. American treasure yeah. yeah like at some point somebody put a post they're like Tom Hanks isn't gonna retire until he does a biopic on every single person yeah. <laughs> in America and I'm like yeah that would be fantastic yeah. <laughs> hey he's writing them now too oh geez yeah. Although th- that movie, I'm not excited for, but that's okay. Well, this is one that's coming out with uh, about the war, the boat, the war movie. Yeah, yeah. he wrote I, that. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, uh, visually, it looks pretty cool. Funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's got more than one good movie coming out this year, so I'll, I'll skip that one and go right to the the Paul Greengrass uh, movie that he's doing with him, which looks way better. I didn't even. Wa- I didn't watch uh, the Mr. Rogers Neighborhood. Uh, it's good. Yeah, because I, I watched the documentary and it was, the documentary that'll, was, that'll, was so great. The documentary is great. Yeah. So I mean, they're two different type of vibes, but it's yeah. like it's like when people like when Monument Men came out, and I was just like, I told people, <sighs> I'm like, I'm like, don't no, go watch the art, uh, the art of stealing. Like, go watch the documentary it was based off yeah, of. Yeah, it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, and it plays like a you know like a movie like a real movie, except it's a documentary and real stuff. And yeah, you're like, just watch that. Yeah. Just, <laughs> So, bottom line for this one, uh, it's probably a pass uh, yeah, for both of us. And uh, IMDb TV, if you want to watch Spencer for Hire. I would tell you. Or do the clip show of all the great lines from Hawk on YouTube. I would I say watch. I would say go to YouTube, watch clips for Spencer for Hire, watch Hawk clips. Yeah. If you really want to watch, I don't know if Spencer for Hire really it's holds up right now. <laughs> Um, the the scene looks are, like it moves a little slow. It does move. If you yeah. watch it, it's really um, the, the it's amazing what they did with the in that TV show with the shots of Boston. Yeah, and uh, and they, yeah, a lot of cra- uh, aerial uh, aerial shots, shots and, and pan over shots and 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 landmark shots, and they don't use a lot of stock stuff. No, they, um, you know, it's not we we're talking about like uh, my favorite shows in the eighties, like Airwolf. Like yeah. they filmed that sh- that helicopter like four times yeah. and used that throughout <laughs> yeah. the whole sh- show. The like yeah. we can't get new helicopter shots. Right. We don't have we the don't budget. Have TJ Hooker money, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> We're Airwolf. Yeah. The chip scene, like they had, like that one car scene that they can do on the LA freeway yeah. that they could never do it again exactly. because it costs too much money. <laughs> yeah. But this is like you know, there's a lot of scenes. Like the most unrealistic part of that show is like that Spencer is a private eye. Right. 
and he has uh, season tickets to the Celtics, <laughs> like <laughs> fourth, saw, fifth was, row. Like, bird in the intro. F- yeah, fifth yeah. row. He has a new car every year. He and he he lives in like he has a, owns a townhouse right. with like a garage like inside his place. He's the drug runner. <laughs> there's, there's no other. There needs to be an investigation of Spencer oh, yeah. and what's happening. <laughs> yeah, but go watch. But go watch some YouTube clips and uh, uh, instead like spend your time watching like Hip Hop Evolution. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Well, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. No, uh, thank you. For anyone you. who doesn't know, obviously, I probably say it in the intro for this, but Adam's a very amazing, uh, funny comedy magician uh, who performs all over the the East Coast, and and I've worked with you a million times now, and it, it never gets old. I love your stuff, man. So uh, tell the people where they can find you. Uh, do you have any like competition stuff coming up? or Because uh, I know you are a multi-time winner. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a, a running gag. I, I constantly bring up my uh, my awards. Uh, yeah. And then... <laughs> Uh, like my, my hash, my hashtag on like social media is like three time New England champion of magic. Yeah, <laughs> it's like regional competitions. But no, yeah. So um, no, my next competition actually is uh next year in Vegas. Oh, okay. Uh, it's a, like national competition. So nice. I'm build, building to that. So cool, that would be the last one. That's it. That's um, I, I'm getting too old for this. To, for competitions. Yeah, yeah. And also, I'm like I'm not Asian, and they're really good. <laughs> like, yeah. So like uh, you know um the Korean. I'll get you a t- that says I'm oh not my Asian. god! So uh, fr- sorry, I'm not Asian. Uh, a, a magic friend of mine who I know, Byron Long, put out a video and uh, with uh, uh, Takumi Takayashi, and mm. they wanted to name it um, "Skill Level Asian." <laughs> Perfect. Like, yeah. Uh, so no, if you um, follow me on Facebook, uh, uh, be my friend on Facebook, Adam Parisi, P A R I S I. Follow me on Instagram. It's Parisi Adam because there's some other Adam Parisi. Yeah. That got to that social media before me. Hey man, there's three nomcasts. I feel your pain. Oh, are there really? Wow. Yeah. Which, They're wh- both defunct, but it's annoying that I can't take their handles and I can't shake. You know, the, the SEO nightmare I'm going through. So, oh, uh, yeah, yes. And, um, yeah, and my website is uh, just adamparisi.com. Awesome, man. Yeah, definitely. If you want YouTube clips and other stuff of that, look for uh, Adam Parisi while you're at it because uh, you got some close-up stuff that you like to post every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I throw some stuff up on there. Once in a while, I have a uh, Facebook Live uh where I'm just practicing, yeah, and uh, I throw up I throw up Facebook Live uh, to let people see me do it, yeah, live, and like I can mess up and yeah. stuff. So, but it's uh, and I don't know if it's because I'm in the video that Google pops it up, but every time I like search your name, the video of you, me, and my brother. Oh yeah, yeah. Fistful of Jokes podcast back in the day. Uh, <laughs> one video that we did where you're like teaching us a trick uh, is on there all the time. I like to I, I like the fact that um I'm a podcast killer like I. Kill <laughs> that podcast <laughs> i was on uh, uh katie arroyo and uh, uh oh, reluctantly, reluctantly here, here i was yeah. the last person on that podcast oh, nice <laughs> <laughs> well you won't be the last on here and this is your yes. second time man so keep on coming on man awesome I'm thank good you with that you know you can do your uh Hopefully more than just yearly appearance because this was fun. <laughs> yeah, awesome. We got, the next one we got to get on is a, is a movie that's actually good. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, to be honest, Bright was semi your fault because I think when I was first starting, I was like, "Oh, what movie would you want to do?" And you're like, "Oh, I want to talk shit about." <laughs> so <laughs> that's true. There is a little bit of that going on. That's true. I I thought I was going in there with like, which side of the coin do you want me to take? Like, yeah, do you want yeah. me to defend it or do you want me to hate on it? Right. And we just kind of slipped into hating <laughs> Dude, on this it. This got awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this wasn't exactly that, but thanks, man. Awesome. Thank you. 